Welcome to the Friday Five here on the Agent Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Rupel, and this is our weekly list of five things you need to know about. Number one on our list this week. Despite the fact that many Americans delayed care during the pandemic, health insurers still remained profitable, with each market showing an increase in gross margins from 2019 to 2020. Kaiser Family Foundation reported those findings on Monday of this week. Of particular note, Medicare Advantage gross margins per member per month came in at $188 as opposed to 2019's $152 average per member per month. While the increase in gross margins does look good for the industry, the study did say that by the end of 2020, utilization was mostly back to pre-pandemic levels. But the authors of that Kaiser study were cautiously optimistic, citing, quote, pent-up demand for care that had been missed or delayed last year, end quote. Number two, in the House of Representatives, the battle over prescription drug pricing reform continues. And the reason that we're all talking about it is because prescription drug price reform was one of the big campaign promises made by President Biden. Republicans and Democrats both agree that something needs to be done, but they're split on what that something is and who should benefit. A small group of Democrats is lobbying for Biden's family's plan to include Medicare drug price negotiation authority and then use the proceeds to lower the age of Medicare eligibility and add DVH coverage to Medicare. It's an ambitious ask, But again, we've heard talk of lowering the Medicare eligibility age as a concession of sorts to the Medicare for All concept recently. A larger group of Democrats, calling themselves the New Democrat Coalition, would rather use the Families Plan as a means to expand the Affordable Care Act. House Republicans are looking for bipartisan reform because while the Democratic-backed legislation can easily pass at the House level, They see it as a no-go once it gets to the Senate. Their version of the legislation would put a cap on out-of-pocket costs for Medicare Part D beneficiaries. It would also create incentives for providing rebates. Additionally, on the price transparency front, they would like to expand an existing online tool that would allow for cost comparisons. That legislation also calls for equal provider payment for Part B-administered drugs, regardless of where they were administered. We'll be linking to articles on that subject in our episode notes. And of course, we'll be watching how this legislation unfolds and potentially changes. Number three, when you have a goal in mind, how do you go about reaching that goal? Do you attack it until you've reached or surpassed what you set out to accomplish? Or do you stop at the first sign of it not working? ThinkAdvisor published a great article on Tuesday this week called Stop Stopping, written by Sandy Schusel. In that article, he tells a story that we've likely all heard in some sort of format. This sales tactic didn't work, or that strategy isn't for me. But then you press on for details to find out that said person tried something one time and threw in the towel. The moral of the story, 
Don't be that guy. We've talked before about making smart goals to increase your chance of success. And in case you haven't heard that episode, we will have the link to it in the notes along with this article, which is sort of along the same lines. Just because your newsletter didn't get a response the first time you sent it out doesn't mean that it's a failure. Just because the first person you pitched that new plan to didn't purchase it, that doesn't mean that someone else won't. Don't give up before you've even really begun. Check out the article for more. You'll find the link to it in our notes for this episode. Number four, this next item might apply to you, family, friends, and even your clients. Thanks to the COVID-19 relief package passed in December 2020, you may be able to qualify for a $50 monthly coronavirus pandemic discount on your bill for home broadband internet. All of the big companies are participating in the program, which provides up to a $50 monthly discount for eligible households, as well as a one-time discount on the purchase of a new computer within a certain price range. You can sign up for this program beginning May 12th, but you do have to qualify. If you qualify for the Lifeline program for low-income Americans to be able to afford broadband access, you will qualify for this as well. You also qualify if you are on Medicaid or the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, or SNAP for short. Definitely worth sharing this on your social feeds. You can check out the article for more info on the eligibility requirements. Number five, on Tuesday this week, we kicked off the State of the Senior Market here at Ritter Insurance Marketing. Each year, Craig Ritter gives this presentation as a snapshot of what's going on in our industry. Session one was the year in review. Session two is coming up this coming Tuesday on May 11th and covers enrollment stats for 2021. And then session three will be held on May 18th and we wrap up with Medicare regulation and legislation and major industry trends. Each session is followed by a live Q&A session with Craig. In last week's episode, we previewed just a bit of what you would hear in the first session. This week, we've got another preview for you. These are just some of the topics you'll hear about in Enrollment Stats for 2021. We'll be talking, first of all, very high level, getting into individual Medicare Advantage, Medicare Part D, and employer group. We'll be covering some statistics on the carrier's results. So talking about each of the insurance company's results for the annual enrollment period, getting a little bit into which products performed well, and then drilling down into the individual states to show you which plans outperformed during this past annual enrollment period. Starting off, I wanted to give you about five years of historical data on the Medicare Advantage and Medicare Part D market. You can see these are annual results, so they're year-to-year results. They reflect not only the lock-in period, but also the annual enrollment period. So kind of keep that in mind. You'll see that 2021 was the second consecutive year of double-digit growth in the Medicare Advantage space. We grew to over 21 million with 11% growth this year. 
So these are the top players, listed the ones from largest to smallest enrollment. You can see the 2019 and 2020 results. So we're showing January to January. And then we also are showing the AEP change and the annual change year over year. So what this kind of tells you, when you look at January to January, you're getting both the lock-in as well as the annual enrollment period. So what I'd like to do is kind of sift that out for you so you can see how much is that of that change it was year over year and how much of it was the annual enrollment period. So now moving on to the different plan types that we have. I really like to break this out. It takes a little bit of work. CMS doesn't make it super easy for you to, to get to these numbers, but I like to make the extra effort to break it out so you can see you know, which plans are performing at, at high levels. Kind of a continuation of a trend. I talked about this last year as well. To hear the rest, you will have to register to attend, and we will have that link in our episode notes. If you missed out on the first session, no worries. With your registration, you'll have access to the first recording as well as subsequent recordings when they become available. But we recommend logging in live and taking part in the Q&A because Craig is a wealth of knowledge in the industry and it is your chance to pick his brain about the topics you really want to know about. So session two, make sure you register. That is happening again Tuesday, May 11th at 3 p.m. Eastern. And now on to this week's bonus. Have you ever signed up for emails from a store only to get bombarded with all sorts of other emails not from that store? If you use Gmail as your email provider, I might have a solution for you of sorts. The trick is this. Gmail addresses ignore any characters that follow a plus sign. So the next time you sign up for an email at a store, add the store's name behind your Gmail username and a plus sign before the at sign. So for example, if your username is, say, unicorn, you would type in unicorn plus sign target at gmail.com. You'll still get the emails about all those deals in the dollar spot that you want from Target. But if you start getting emails addressed to the email you entered at Target or any other store, not picking on Target here, we love Target, then you know where that breach came from. Another great use for this trick, you can use it to group emails together in a folder. We will have the link to the BGR article where you can learn more and see exactly how to make this hack work for you. It was too good of a hack for me not to share it this week. And that is all that I have for you. Don't forget that Sunday is Mother's Day this week. So to all of the mothers out there, I see you. You are doing great. And thank you for all that you do. I hope you have a great weekend. Stay healthy and stay safe out there. And we will see you next week. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rupel. Script editing by Brianna Lowe. Artwork by Nick Smith.